Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by Mommy Blog. Mombyblog.com helps parents and especially moms by providing recommended products. Fix Your Face Parenting at Mommyblog.com covers all things real, raw, and ugly in motherhood. The owner is a former educator, deeply rooted Italian mom and writer who works from home and shares the best ways to get results with your kids through positive parenting. Let's face it ladies, being a mom is hard. Mommyblog.com recommends only the best products for womanhood and motherhood. They have articles that cover topics such as breastfeeding in public, how to stop yelling at your kids and get them to truly listen, tips to help your speech delayed child, and even an amazing trick to get even the pickiest eater to eat healthy. Follow them today at www.mommyblog.com and on Instagram at Fix Your Face Parenting. Again, that's www.mommyblog.com and on Instagram at Fix Your Face Parenting. This is your girl, Butterbee Rocker, and you are tuned in to Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, and we have a, a very special um, show today with the Black Betty's. But before we get to the Black Betty's and I... Um, pull them on I mean technically they're already on but before we get to them I want to let you guys know you know although the coronavirus is going on right now a lot of people are still in the house you can really utilize this time to to get creative uh, you can get more into exercise I mean I've always said that this quarantine is either gonna have you uh, it's gonna it's gonna change you in two ways you either gonna get fine or you're gonna get you're just gonna get you know what I mean? So you just gotta figure out which which side of it did you wanna be on. Um, but you know, elevate your mind, do some things to be creative. There's so many things that you can do. I, I can definitely tell you that this time has given me a lot of freedom to really think about a lot of stuff and try new things and things I never even have thought about doing. So I definitely recommend you utilize this time. It also has allowed a lot of families to get closer together. So, you know, it's some good things. I try to look at the positive of everything. So those are some positive things that I can think of. Um, when you get a moment, make sure that you get my book, Fear of Failure, Fear of Not Trying. Um, I did become an Amazon bestseller within seven hours of writing it. Well, seven hours of it being released. Um, also, my boys magazine, Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. Um, the last episode had Disney's uh, star Jackson Dollinger on the front cover. They have a new one coming out this month. So make sure you guys show your support. It's for teens by teens. So that's it for the news. Without further ado, I would like to call on to the scene, the Black Bettys. How y'all doing? Hey. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> you, how you doing? Yes, we're good. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm 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 real good. I, I can't even complain. Uh, we above ground, so you know that's that part. so many. Hey. It's so many that hasn't made it just off of this year. You know, yeah. so I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you say that. Y'all looking awfully cute. Thank you. You Girl, never try. This is, you know, you throw on your five minute face. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> she said the five minute face. I feel it. So, yeah, um, real quick. Right. <laughs> we already have 14 people online. Hey to Facebook. Hello, everybody. We'll be asking Hi, some of your questions as we get along. Um, but I want to start this thing off by letting each of you guys um, introduce yourselves. Everybody knows you guys as the Black Betty's, the twins that are doing it all over the world. But go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I guess we'll go in birth order. That's why Sheree had Sheree waited. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Sherita, um, aka Rita the Betty, aka Hollywood, aka I'm just kidding. <laughs> All the aka. Hey. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I'm this is Sharita. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm finished. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I was sleeping there. Okay. Well, hi everyone. I am Cherie, um, better known as Reese. All my friends call me Reese, Reese Cup. So, 
I have a name for Sharita. I call her Murph Dog. Murph Dog. And you butter bee? <laughs> yes, butter bee. Butter bee. That butter bee. So let me let's just jump right right into this, guys. Um, how did y'all come up with the name Black Betty's? Well, um, when there's so much more to the name Black Betty than people realize. Um, the the name like I was driving one day. This is no lie. Uh, Sharita and I have been through. We've had several different group names. People want to call us something totally outrageous and cheesy. Twin spin. Oh uh, my god. SCA girl craziness. Okay. Yeah. Um, we we've been called Stone Cold Eddie. I mean, just all kinds of twins. Double, double something. It was just like double explode exposure. Like, no, let's not oh be about that. Don't so mind. anyway, I was driving on 285 and literally, it just, it literally came to me, uh, the Black Bettys, because um, it's like, it really, I was thinking about who are we? What are we about, right? And it's like, okay, well, we're women and we are educated. We are strong, we are independent, we are loving, we are mothers, we are so many things. And um, we're African-American, yes, you can see that. And black is a color that is powerful, it is sexy, it is mysterious, it is um, regal and elegant. And so, uh, Betty is an old throwback term for a beautiful lady here in the South. Uh, if a guy called a girl a Betty, she was like, oh, she was a she was a beautiful girl. That was his lady, you know. He he was sweet on her. That's a Betty. That's mm -hmm. a, that was my Betty. And so for the Black Bettys, it's like not only do we hope to be beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, how we carry ourselves. We're it's not about being a bad a bad bee. It's about being a Betty. It's about being a lady, a real queen. Wow. So yeah. So it's a lot in the it's a lot within the name itself, but yeah. that name again, like she said, it came. It, she was just driving. And she said, "Rita, we're the Black Bettys." I was like, <laughs> "You know what's okay. cool? Okay. Okay. We're the Black Bettys, guys." <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's so cool about that. Like, um, I mean, breaking that down as to how you came up with that name and what it symbolizes, I never knew that. That is a dope. Uh, okay. All right. All right, Black Betty's. I get it. I see. see, and that's why everybody can be a Black Betty. It's not about the color. It's not about pure. it's a. It's about more than that. Every all our girls are Betty. Don't be called a B. You not a B. You a Betty. I feel it. I feel it. Listen, we did a radio. Yeah, we did a radio interview. Uh, hey Herschel. Hey Herschel and Miss Kim. Um, we did a radio interview, and they said uh, we told them, "Listen here." You call me a B word, it better be booked less than a Betty. That's about it. You better not call me any. Huh? 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 Okay. Book blessed, Betty, beautiful, audacious, you know. Right. Call me nothing else would it be. Right. So, <laughs> so um, uh, you ladies have been singing for a long time. Can you tell everybody how long you guys been singing? And what made you say, you know what, let's do this, let's do this together. Um, I'm sure, well, I don't even know if y'all had the people try to separate y'all and make y'all go solo. I'm not sure if y'all had that before, but what made you get started? You know, how old, all that good stuff. See now, listen, now you trying to get us to tell people our age. All right. We got one more, we got a couple more months until we do that reveal, that revelation. That that's revelation. the coming. <laughs> that's get the Give what you can get. I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> so, we've been singing, basically, They we've been singing before, almost before we could talk. Um, so, that we came from a, a group, our, most of the ladies in our family sing. So, we grew up listening to our mom and our aunts uh, sing together, and they would rehearse. And so, you know, we kind of just picked it up. But professionally, and then of course, like many people, uh, many others, they've gotten their start in church. Right. So we we uh, 
started off in church and um, we had our, our taste of our professional, um, you know, transitioning into the professional lane. Um, I think we were eight, 16, 17. Somewhere along in there. Yes. Somewhere along in there. Um, we started recording jingles and, and different things of that nature. Uh, for uh, television, we did something for radio. So, I mean, we we kind of been around a long time. We just weren't, we haven't been called the Black Bettys. Uh, but we did, oh yeah, that's number twins. Oh, y'all, yeah, that's the twins. We, we get, oh, that's the twins. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, we, we've been um, singing and, and doing all of that, that for a while. But truly, um, we we sang together uh, most of our lives. There came a season mm -hmm. when um, Cherie got married and focused on her family and, and things of that nature. So um, in that time, I actually took a... I don't want to say it's a detour, but I, I just did a little lane change a little bit and started uh, singing jazz. Worked in, um, worked with Jody Mayfield. Um, he is one of my favorites. He's actually, I, I tell everybody this, I'm not ashamed to say this, Jody Mayfield um, is the reason why I'm singing today. Um, our, our, a little bit of our story, and then Sheree, I'm gonna give you the, you know, give you the floor. Um, a little bit of our story. Uh, of course, we grew up. Like I said, we grew up singing. Um, our mom was one of those moms that actually encouraged us to, you know, in, in everything that we did. So she worked behind the scenes, and you know, she was just anything we needed or wanted to do, she was, you know, definitely doing that, um, supportive. And uh, our mom passed away from cancer, breast cancer. And when she passed away, it kind of took the wind out of our sails. We kind of gave up. Um, I'm like, I didn't want to sing. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything. You could, you know, throw it, call it a wrap. They were working us. We were done. Yeah, we were really done when she passed away. But Jody Mayfield. Uh, Says Sheraton, he calls me Sheraton. Sheraton, I, I need you to come in here and sing. Okay, sing this. I started off kind of uh, his main, his lead jazz singer that he normally worked with. I think she was pregnant or something. Anyway, she, she, he needed me to fill in for her, and so I started doing that, and then he kept pulling me in, you know. And then next thing I know, I'm here I am writing and recording jazz music with Jody Mayfield. And it was so cool. Um, as a matter of fact, it's, it's really cool because I've got music playing in Europe right now and, you know, overseas. And I, yeah, I'm, I've been blessed. But Jody Mayfield is the reason why I'm singing today. He, had he not pulled me out, right. I, I kind of liken it to the reason why we're both here because he pulled me out you know, back to the stage. And once that happened, then Cherie was like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should, maybe I should just try it a little bit. <laughs> and maybe I'll just get my feet wet again. My feet wet, just a little bit. <laughs> and so when that happened, uh, you know, we, we came back together. And of course, I think both individually, we, we sound, we sound a lot alike, but our tones, uh, I, I think my voice is heavier, so we're we can both hold our own. Is what I'm saying. We yep. can definitely hold our own. However, I think we're stronger together, and I think we're meant to do it together. You know, sure there'll be things we do apart, but we're always going to be the way. So, um, you ladies have worked with a little bit of everybody. What I did not know, and I really thought I knew a lot about y'all, because I've known y'all for a long time, and I've, you know, been friends with y'all for a long time. I had no clue that y'all sung um, the national anthem for the Olympics tennis court. Tennis. Yeah. Open. Yeah. 
What? I was like, I mean, not that I'm surprised. I mean, but it I was, it up. girl, like when when I look back and, and really think about some of the things that we've been blessed, we have literally we we've been charmed or blessed, favored, really, to do some of the things um, that we've done, and it was the the U.S. The Olympics tennis open when it was here in Atlanta, and um, we were teenagers then. And um, baby, that's reaching, yeah. reaching. <laughs> um, yeah, we were we were teenagers at the time, and um, we alongside uh, we were a part of a group at the time, and we did the national anthem. It was like that's so cool. Like who can say yeah? We're part of the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics. Right. That, yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's cool. Um, one of the things, one of the things I actually was going to be doing um, for the 2020 Olympics was singing and yeah, was singing. So I was looking forward to it. Kind of mm, that it did yeah. happen, but you know, hey, it's all good. So one day, hopefully, I'll be able to say I sung at the Olympics one day. Yes. Come yes. on, girl. Speak it. Keep speaking. Right, right. I would hope that the contract is still good for whenever they put it back in. 2024? What? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, you ladies have sung in front of presidents, in front of prime ministers, the young. U.S. and U.N. ambassadors. Uh, I know that y'all performed uh, all over the world from Africa, London, Greece, Italy, Belgium, Canada, Cuba, Mexico, Jamaica. I've, I've had the privilege of performing in some of those places with y'all, but y'all have performed literally all over the world. Literally. So where haven't you been that you want to go? Australia. I want to go to Australia. I've never been there. That place is beautiful. It's crazy. We've been to Antarctica, <laughs> but ne not how you go to Antarctica and haven't been to Australia. Right. I don't know. Right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. We want to go to Australia. I, no, we're putting it out there in the atmosphere. I believe y'all definitely going to be there. I would say probably within the next six months to a year, y'all going to be over there recording. And Speak it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Australia. Take me. Send me a check. Send me a check. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> On someone else's time, I want to go. Okay. 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 That's um, always a great way to go. Always yeah. the best way to travel is when someone else is paying for you to come. Absolutely. Yes. Isn't that awesome? It is. I think I think that's one thing. You can't beat it. That's, right. that's always been a blessing to get called to perform someplace overseas and everything's paid for. Everything. It's like a working vacation. How do you do that? It's, it's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. You know, number one, being able to do what you love. Love to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Make money doing Make what money. you love. Yeah. And then somebody sent for me? Yeah. To come do what I love and pay me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. To do that and to see your country, or you know, and interact with your people, shoot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People pay to do that, and we get blessed. We're blessed to be invited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So we both did a tour over in Africa, but y'all did a, a different tour for me. So y'all was there for three months. I was there. I went uh, a separate time uh, for six months. What? was your favorite part about being in Ethiopia? Because it totally, that was my first overseas experience. I had had a lot of um, uh, calls for overseas, but the contracts was, you know, working six nights a week and post-nets and all that stuff. And I just, you know, that didn't sound right. So when I got the call from Africa and y'all know how that was, it was, mm -hmm. that, that was kind of golden. So what was your experience when you went over to Ethiopia? Um. Uh, Ethiopia was an eye-opening experience to go back. That was my very, our very, I believe it was our very first time in Africa. Okay. Um, been, yeah, our very first time in Africa, and we've we've been back a couple of times since then. 
yeah. um, not to Ethiopia, but to different parts of Africa. Right. And um, and going to Ethiopia, with that being the very first time, it's like you're going to the cradle of civilization. So you're going back to the motherland. It was it was spiritual. It was it was so much uh, being able to go back and then you, you go there and you're like, wow. Those people look like me. Like we got stopped so many times, and they no, they started talking to us. They started speaking Aramaic, and they were like, "You like English? We English. don't American, American English." So it was funny because they thought that we we look like them, and we do too, yeah. you know. And it's it's amazing, but you you really learn and appreciate the comforts and the benefits of the U.S. as crazy and jacked up as it is on you still appreciate what you have here um the comforts of home absolutely uh, if if you will but it was a very spiritual eye-opening um place for me that was the place where i got the message that i was more than enough that's the that's that tattoo you got on your wrist that i love come on baby you better know that and it's a it's my reminder Yes. It was the place there that it reminded me you are more you are more than enough, and I had to go to Africa, the motherland, to be rebirthed. Yeah, for God to really take some time to isolate me away from my kids because I was so I was a mommy, you know, um, a wife, and at the time I was a wife, and God had to separate me from everything to pour into me, and He just reminded me in in Africa. That's why I say it's so spiritual for me. You are more than enough. Yeah. And he took me to the motherland to give birth to Cherie. Like, no, this is who you are. Yeah. Fact. Factual. Yeah, it was It was definitely an eye-opener for me. Um, it, it made me, again, it was my first tour overseas. And it was nothing that I expected. And it was, right. it was beautiful. beautiful. And yeah. it, was, it was beautiful, but it was also... I don't know how to really explain it. It was just an eye opener. You, you really learn to appreciate things. I mean, I saw, I saw mothers, not even mothers, grandmothers having the what's it, you can left it, leave things on their back, mm-hmm. going the back on the mountains, and and them having those big chugs of water. The kids having those big chugs of waters, and they're using that to take their baths. And, and I mean, I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. And I know, didn't y'all do the West now? Um, the uh, the, the river, the river, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 the, the the kids, they was just begging for pins, and you know, pins we take for granted. That's you know, you toss a pin in a in a on the floor in the trash, you know, like it's nothing. Nothing. We take electricity. Yeah. 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 There, you know, sometimes that power, the whole grid will shut out, and if you don't have. some of the nicest nicest places ever you still are appreciative of home yeah definitely definitely you know, i think you become appreciative of home so yeah. whenever you get, you get a chance to travel the world so one, one of the things um that that i noticed like when um because we used to do the cruise ships together and stuff we would of course when we would get off on the cruise ships they show you all the touristy places and you see all the, you see the nice stuff. But then when you take that extra tour and go outside of that area, mm-hmm. you see the real life and you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> this exposed. Yeah, you're exposed to how yeah. people really live. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I always thought that that was really important to be to 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 get a, a real sense of what is really going on and and, and how things really are. So, yeah. I always appreciated that. Absolutely. So how um so y'all broke into the music scene 
easy. Well, not easy, because nothing is easy. And I'm sure y'all had y'all terminals, ups and downs of getting into this thing called music, just like everybody else. Um, what were some of the struggles to get to get into the industry? Ooh. Well, I will say this, and the, to 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 get into the, the industry, or it's about who you know or who knows you. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know nobody, and if nobody, if nobody knows you, then that makes it extremely difficult. Um, we've been blessed with something that we did not, we can't buy, we couldn't buy, we couldn't buy being twins. Um, it's a natural, I want to say, selling. right? Or it, you know what I mean? Um, so it's one of those things that we've been blessed with that kind of get captures people's attention. I'll yeah. say, so it, you know, it captures their attention, and so we all we typically get a second look just because we're twins, right? You know, so Bobby, you know, some stuff I'm like, you, you can't even kind of pinpoint how and who and you meet people. But we've been blessed that, you know, one relationship begets another, mm-hmm. one experience, one opportunity begets another. Yeah. And it just keeps opening doors. And we've been with some amazing, amazing, amazing people, artists, musicians. World class musicians, yes. The world top class musicians. Right. To, you know, fingers. Like, it's like it's we're just us and thank God we can we can we, I can't believe we work with so and so. I can't believe we've been here and can't believe we've been there. But truly breaking in the some the struggle of course just like everybody else being told no. And then you know, everybody has certain things that they're looking for. Right. And sometimes you are what they're looking for, sometimes you're not. Um, another issue, another issue or struggle that I think that we've come up against and that a lot of people do it, uh, come up against working in the music industry, people want to tell you who you are. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so you get to the point to where they try to tell you, okay, no, you're, you're this and you have to do music like this. Um, this is the type of music that you should do. This is your image that you should, you know, portray. And so breaking in the industry, if you don't have a strong sense of self, you get swept up in who people want you to be and the and what you want, you know, what they want you to sing about. And, you know, so that was a struggle like a real struggle and even <laughs> you know so when we came out as black daddies that was honestly our way of telling people no this is who we are yeah. this is who we're presenting ourselves to be this is how we want to be viewed and how we want to be treated right <laughs> right 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 you definitely had to have a, a, a good a, a strong sense of who you are in this industry and and not be so easily swayed because like y'all just said it i mean you will have a lot of hands that's saying this is who you should this is what you should do so yeah i definitely can relate um so you guys have worked with i mean so many people from keith keith sweat shante moore karen white monica um I know y'all worked with T-Pain. I mean, yeah, I mean, y'all working with everybody, which is a cool, cool thing. Who are some more people that you guys want to work with? Who do we want to work with? Yeah, you got to put it out there, man. Who do we want to work with? Ooh, girl, I need to think about that. Ooh. <laughs> mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Like, yo, it, it. You know who I want to work with? I would love to team up with her. I love her. I do too. I think think she's dope. I think what she stands for, I don't know. I don't necessarily know what capacity though. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I take that back. Yeah, I I don't know as far as young artists. 
um, older artists, people that have gone on that that's no longer here. Gotcha. So, gotcha. For me, I I would love to continue to I would like to continue to work with the people that we work with. That part, yes. Because legit, we love who we work with. Right. Like, I really enjoy the artists that we work with. I enjoy the musicians that we, you know, we, we're, you know, working with. So I can't, I don't want to say, don't get me wrong. And I, I listen, you know, I want to work with who wants to work with us. Yes, that's the, we'll work with who wants to work with us. But, <laughs> but uh, honestly, truly, um, I, I love who we work with. I, man. Yeah. Even during this quarantine time, we'll be, hey, how you doing? We ain't working. We ain't got no, you know, it's not because it's not about a check. It's, it's really after after a while, it becomes about the relationship. And right. listening and you're trying to figure out how to do what you need to do is about relationships. And we're learning. We've learned, yeah. you know, and, and integrity and keeping your word and, you know, just but also just build a relationship with people legit right. because the people not because they can get you something not because they can you know be, you know what I mean yeah when you care about who you work for I think it shows and then therefore the chemistry even on stage yeah yeah it works I- I would also like to throw in there that that when you are are building these relationships, people know if you're only building them for, if you're only trying to get in oh, yeah. or build them because you're just trying to get on as opposed to you being a genuine person. So if you're trying to break into the industry, you know, it is about the people, but you need to genuinely want to work with these people and be genuine with everything that you're doing um, to build those relationships. You can't be phony. Yeah. They'll, they'll see that. Right. And then you do have to pay dues. We ain't ready to pay our dues. You know? Absolutely. 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 A lot of people, um, you know, the, the one of the biggest questions that... Oh, so many late nights. I mean, craziness. With studio sessions that no, don't, nobody know we on. And we can't even prove that we're on them. But it's, I pay your dues. Yeah. So, but yeah. You know, but it's so... It's happened. But the artists, man, we, we've been blessed just to work with some real genuine artists. And so it's all up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, so you guys uh, have been putting out your own material. I saw... Uh, I, I saw this. I saw the video with Q Parker. Uh, that was a dope song. I mean, y'all got a lot of dope songs. I ain't gonna lie. I, 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 I have y'all in my Spotify indie list. I got a whole little playlist of all my indie friends, and I keep it on repeat. I absolutely love y'all song. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And go to bed at night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And go to bed at night and keep it up. Just put the playlist. Mine is on Apple Music. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> Some extra spin, guys. Good job from the spin. Y'all don't even know if you see your numbers go up. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. As a, as an independent artist, um, how 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 do y'all find it being uh, compared to? Uh, how how hard of the grind is it to get your music out there compared to uh, the artists that are the mainstream artists? Because you know I find it's 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 more difficult because you of course don't have the the label behind you or the big backing, um, so that's why it's it's a little it's a little harder for indie artists. But what's your take on it? Uh, have y'all been able to just breeze through or how how is it been for you guys? Of course. We breeze through it all. Just, we make it look so easy and effortless. No. <laughs> it is girl, the um because you don't have the machine behind you, you have to work. But we are in an age now where it's it's better to be independent. Um you can there Years ago, it would be unheard of you putting out your own music and you're doing your own video because you had to call Hype Williams and you had to call all of these other, you know, video producers to have this huge budget to get one video and big, big producers to do one single. And it's like, no, 
you know, because of technology and the time, it's like, no, now is the time, strike now. So being an independent artist, it's a good time to be one, it, but it, you still got to put in the work. Grind is real. You you still coming out the pocket, you know? So for us, that part. we are, we are, we're moms, we're single moms. You know, so we got to take care of our households on top of, okay, now we got to shell out money to get photos, to put, you know, get paid producers. Oh, we got to do this writing session. So it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So any independent artist that has really taken the time to, to put forth a project or music, you know, it's like, cast off, let me support because I know what it takes. Right. For you to pull something like that off. And I know it's not easy. Right. You know? Right. So true. And that, I would I would say that it, it, it's one of those things uh, that if, if you uh, don't have the advertising dollars, I, I think being an independent artist is cool. It's, it's the best time to do that. But the, the you can have a quality product. You can have a great thing. You know, again, but if people don't know you exist, right, right. So it's about the, the advertising, and and I think the you know aside from the the stuff to actually pull it together to make it happen, the, you know, putting the money behind it to promote it. Right. Yeah, marketing. You know, the marketing. That's that that is the a big chunk of, of, of the stuff. You know. Right. Right. A, a lot of people, a lot of people see, you know, you overseas, or they see you working with a big, uh, a main, uh, a national recording artist, and they, they don't, they don't realize that, you know, even those national recording artists, even you, um, go through things that you didn't just pop up on the scene and didn't put those dudes in and, and didn't have to struggle and have some things. I mean, it happens to every single person. And so this one of the things that, um, you know, is really important on Transparency Talks is to get really transparent because it, the glass, you know, it, it looks like you look like everything is just polished, yeah. but you know, as artists, you go through things and it's hard and you have to put in those dudes. And like you, you were stating, you know, you got the kids. Well, I got kids. Well, we all got kids. We got to sacrifice. I mean, there's so many things that we have to do to get out there every single day um, for this thing called music. <laughs> Listen, we want to talk about this. You want to talk about the sacrifice or the thing you want? You want to be transparent. Let's be transparent. Listen, your band members, your BGVs, all your artists, being on the road—is it fun? Yes. Does it look like glamour and lights and all that stuff? Yes, it looks amazing. But when I tell you, those people tired—they tired, y'all. They tired <laughs> because you get up at three and four in the morning to go to the airport and you fly to wherever you gotta go. You get there, you go straight to sound check. You go and, and you eat and you change clothes and you perform and then you, you, you know, you pack your bags and you're back, either you're back out or you're back on a tour bus or, you know, it's city to city. Listen, they're not getting any sleep. Yeah. I used to make fun of artists that used to, to go to the airport and then with their glasses at night. It's like, why they got on shades? They just trying to be cool. No, I totally understand why they wear their shades at night because they are tired and they look tired and they don't want anybody to see them looking crazy. Because I'm telling you, I've worn my shades at night so I'm like, oh, please don't let nobody see me. I look a mess. It happens. I'm tired. Tired, boss. I feel it. <laughs> so that's real. Yeah, that is definitely real. Um, so for anybody that's trying to get into the industry here in Atlanta, what would you say would be the best start for them? Places to go or things to do. What do you think is a, a good start for a new singer trying to get out? Now listen, butter. Now we are somewhat removed from this <laughs> this whole new. <laughs> Um, so, woo, um, I, I think my advice would be <laughs> to be seen, you know, your gift, your gift will, you know, if you're truly talented, 
um, and you have something that's really dope, I would say just keep presenting yourself, you know, not to every open mic, but people need, in the city need to know you exist. You need to go to the ones that um, credible people go to. Al, and, Al Smith's uh, open mic jam session, um, Cats at Cats Cafe, when they do them, you know, you got, you know, real, in like in real life musicians that go to that, like not regular musicians, you got touring musicians and producers and stuff that sometimes they just hang. Cause you know, some, that's the hang spot, you know? You can walk in and see some of everybody there. So like she said, you want to be seen. Um, uh, I was trying to think, there's some other places, but you know, like she was saying, the jam sessions, open mic, but the credible ones. Right. The credible ones. I would say, and don't be afraid to take a risk, you know? Don't be afraid to take a risk. Uh, you know, knock on some of these people's doors, not house, but you know what, you know, if they're in, like we were on a video shoot, for example, these three, these three boys, they weren't supposed to do this, but they totally took advantage of the moment that they were in. And it's like, on one hand, I applaud them because they was like, listen, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm sitting right here in front of Jazzy Faye. I'm gonna sing in front of Jazzy Faye. So I'm gonna take my moment. And then, um, you know, and so they did. And it was just like, yeah. We watched and just nodded like. And nodded because it's just like, you know what? I'll, if I was, you, when you're hungry, you do stuff. So it's like, take a chance. Don't be afraid, afraid to take a risk. Yeah. When, when, when the COVID or when we, you know, are able to get back out for real, for real, you know. Yeah, like you said, shoot your shot. They're, and they're people too. Remember, they're people too. And they're people too. And yeah. they're, they're really some nice people too. Yeah. They they see you trying and see you hungry. They may be like, all right, I can take this person under my wing, or I can at least point you in the right direction if I don't feel like it. You know. So, so how does how does an artist uh, uh, that's coming in uh, get into actually um, doing backgrounds for for artists? What would you suggest to them? It's who you know. It's, it's who you know. It's who you know. Yeah. Like we like for instance. So years ago we used to sing at Arizona's with the. Planet All Stars, right? We would go there Friday nights and we would sing at uh, Arizona's at Stonecrest. One of the guys in the band at Stonecrest, his name is Jiren. Hey, Jai, if you see Shout out to Jack. Um, uh, his homeboy is the M was the MD for T-Pain. He was like, hey, we're looking for some BGBs, something different. And Jiren was like, I know the twins. You know the twins? He was like, introduce me. Right. Literally, the the process of getting the T-Pain job was, it was who you know. He, he Jiren, you know, told him about us. He reached out to us. We auditioned. And then they, you know, they took us on the road. So it's it's a, it's about who you know. So don't again, don't be afraid to go out and shoot your shot. Um, have fun. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of establishments that are going to be opening up again, and they're going to be needing live entertainment. Show them who you are, um, because when people see who you are, they're going to, you know, you never know who they know. And you also never know who's in the room. Yep. So. Yeah. But I want to add to that. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not just about your talent, it's about who you are, your integrity as a background artist. You can't go into a situation and and, and especially like there have been so many people that have lost their jobs as BGBs because of 
how they carried themselves. Not that they were good singers, not that they can't couldn't do the job, but it was how they carried themselves. And um, so if I have any advice to give for that, it would be, okay, yes, it's about who you know, but people, and when people know you, they really know you. So they're looking to see how you carry yourself. They're looking, are you gonna show up on time? They're looking to see if you're gonna act the fool. Did you pay your tab? All kinds of stuff. They they are paying attention. And they, they may be the same ones that'll laugh and kick it and high five or gap you up. But they watching how you how and who you are. And that yeah. will also determine whether or not you get through some of those filters. Yeah. Factual facts. Those are some real sound advice for anybody out there that's trying to one, get into the music industry and two, get into doing background vocals. You are absolutely correct. It's who you know. And then even once you know the people, they are looking at who you are and what you're doing and all that type of stuff. So you gotta take, you gotta take it serious at all times. You know, what's so crazy is uh, even when we would go overseas and we would get off the ships or and we would go to all these places uh, and we wasn't on stage, we still was yeah. on stage, sort of. We still, to, we still had to, to, to be right, you know what I mean? So you never know who's watching you and and when you come in there and you're trying to audition or you got a job, you still got to get in there and, and play your position and do the right things because it will get recorded and people will say, oh yeah, this is how that person really acts and, and then you could be catching a flight back home quick. Your reputation, you want your, you want to have a good name. You want your reputation to precede you in a good way. Yeah. Because yeah. They, like Cherie said, there's so many people that have lost jobs yeah. and talented, okay? Listen, there are some people that vocally, like, it's like, man, they can sign. Jeez, thing. Lost their job because, and, and because, and it's not even that, it's even your attitude. Your attitude. Yeah. It comes down to your attitude. If you funky or come in acting like you know everything and that you are, you just, you just did. Yeah. Ooh, nobody has to put up with that. And most of them artists won't because guess what? When you're a supporting vocalist, guess what? Your job is to support, right? It really ain't even about you. So your ego better be in check fast. Yeah. They not, they not, people not even there for you. God bless. You, it's right. Wonderful. And you since COVID. I know that stopped a lot of things for a lot of people. Ooh, child. Um, honestly, it has allowed us to concentrate on some other ventures that we want to, uh, that we wanted to get. Into. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, even though it was rough, don't, you know, not being on, the, I miss the stage. I miss connecting with the audience. I miss messing with the band, you know, I, you know, the, the homies, you miss the whole camaraderie. Mm -hmm. um, but it allowed us a chance to really concentrate on some other things that, like I said, some other ventures. We, we've actually recorded some um, and, and working on some other, other things that people will know about here shortly um, in a little bit. And, um, you know, but it really taking the time for me, I also took the time to focus on my children. Mm -hmm. uh, because when you're on the road and you out there and you're gone every week, you don't really have a lot of time to 
sit and really dedicate to your kids like you may want to because when they're at school, you're working, you know, you're at home or you're doing other things, but then when they're at home, you're working. Right. So it's like it gave it gave me the time to be here with them and focus on, you know, really, all right guys, here's mom. You got me, you know. So that was that was another thing. So I, I feel blessed, you know, it was definitely a setup for the better. I want to tell everybody that's on, we have, and because we're going to start promoting it next month, we have an amazing song coming out, and we're, we have a single coming out. This is our first single of the year. It definitely, uh, COVID definitely pushed back some stuff because we were, it's a child, we were supposed to be in the studio and recording because on this one song. We have Rodney Edge, who co-produced. I co-produced it with Rodney, okay. and, and we and we co-wrote it with Kipper Jones. If y'all don't know who Kipper is, Kipper is he's pinned for some of everybody. Uh, uh, Brandy, a lot of her hits. Uh, Vanessa Williams, Luther. He he. Kenny Lattimore. Lat yeah. Right. Kipper is that dude, and so we co-wrote with Kipper. As a matter of fact, we'll, we'll, I can't, I won't go to tell y'all the story about that. Anyway, we co-wrote with, with Kipper, co-produced with Rodney Edge, and we've got the Good Times brass band on this song. We've got Trey, Trey on the song. Jesus. We've got Justin Gilbert what? on this song. We, of course, we got, um, um, uh, uh, his name is Ronnie Guitar. Guitar. Yeah. Uh, Child. Uh, Child. No. Cool. You, y'all know. <laughs> I can't think of the man's name right now. It wasn't Jaden, was it? No, it's not Jaden. It's the other one. Oh. Oh, having a heat. Having a total brain fart. Anyway, it's like the Atlanta All-Stars. Right. So, All-Stars. Oh, my God. Jay Fly, the president of the Grammy, you know, chapter here in Atlanta, he's playing. Hey, Grammy. Brian. Listen, it is legit. Who's who in Atlanta? Who's who? All on this on this one single. We're super and Yana Crowley helped us with. Oh yeah, yeah, Yana Crowley helped us with BGV. Huh? So this song is. Um, the song that we're gonna release uh, is, is stupid. We love it. They're uh, asking if it was Derek Scott. Is it Derek Scott? What, oh, it's a, a Derek. Uh, no, it's not Derek. I can't think of this. It's gonna come. Watch, it's gonna come. Watch it come when we get off. Right. <laughs> no, but you know, you, they, they're gonna have to stay tuned to when it comes out. Right. Surprise. Find it's surprising, y'all. They can't tell you everybody. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we're so stoked. Oh, that's hot. That's it's a throwback. Um, we're tilting our head to Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin is uh, definitely uh, one of our influences, somebody that we just would put on just to listen to, you know, be around the house. And she dates us, yes. But we have old spirit, we old soul. So we like, you know, honey, give me a little napkin, cold something. Oh, you know. That's wrong with it. Dinah, you know, Dinah Washington. You know, all of these people, we got to pull. You know, we pull from the people that really. Gladys. Gladys, child. We, Gladys is amazing. Anyway, but we pulled from Aretha Franklin. We were sitting, we wrote this song. The hook came to us. I was like, Sheree, I'm hearing this. I think I'm hearing it in my head. And she was like, anyway, it's so good. It's gonna be so dope. So anyway, we'll it's be a real life message too. <laughs> yeah, this this message. The listen to this message. The message is listen. Have you ever been in a relationship and you have people outside of the relationship that believe they can try and test the relationship to see? And so sometimes you have to remind Mr. in the relationship. 
hey, you belong to me. Pimp. And don't get it twisted. That's all you need to know. All right. You well, need I'm, to know. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, hearing this song. I mean, all the names you just said on there, I already know it's going to be fire. So congratulations to you. They blessed me. I was like, my God. They blessed. They whole face, OK? Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to, to let people hear this. Ooh, that thing is so good. That's hot. That's hot. So it's coming out next month? No, uh, how on it. The day, uh, actually, we're putting out, uh, in honor of Aretha Franklin's, uh, her passing. Mm -hmm. So it's that that Monday after her uh, after the her passing. So okay, okay, yeah. All right. I think well, this year it falls on a Saturday, so we're, we're well. That's that's gonna be. Um, I already know it's gonna be fire. So congratulations in advance. I'm super excited for, about you about that. So listen, um, I just got a couple more questions. This is just some fun stuff, some fun facts about you guys. Um, who's the most serious of the two of you? We both are. You both yeah. are. Are you saying me? I don't know where you are. On my screen, you're down there on the bottom. So, <laughs> <laughs> where are you? Uh, maybe I need to point that way. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not more serious. I'm just, I'm more in tune. You know, when I first met you guys, I thought that uh, I thought that Cherie was the most quietest of the two of y'all, and then I found well, totally different. I was like, oh. <laughs> people, people think I'm the loud one. I'm the, you know. I found out Cherie will Cherie will come in there. She need to. She quiet. Yeah, baby, don't, just don't don't rob her. She don't Right. <laughs> Okay, so who's the shy one of you two? Me. Y'all both saying y'all. It can only be one. Me. <laughs> She's shy. She she has to to it depends. It depends. Cause I can I can go I can walk into a room and just if I'm if I'm feeling you know my extroverted self, I can just I never meet a stranger. Um, but that's me putting forth the effort. Nobody really knows that's not a, my natural inclination. So I'm actually really shy, but I know how to move past it. Who, who's I'm shy and I'm more reserved. Mm, okay. Who's the silly one of you two? We both are. <laughs> we both are silly. I think we're about equally silly. Yeah. This is cool. This is true. Okay. So, um, okay, two more questions. Uh, Sharita, I know that your daughter, did she already come out with her um, her, her song? No. Or she's working on it? She's doing an EP. Um, yes, it's a, a three-song EP. My daughter, Genesis Ameris. You can follow her on Instagram. You better shout her out. Genesis underscore Ameris, A-M-A-R-I-S, yes, Genesis, as it's spelled. Um, yeah, that's my love book. Listen, she's doing three songs, and these are songs that she's written. I am so freaking proud of her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's No, it's coming out in July. Okay. So, as you can tell, our whole household is busy. I'm, I'm you know, we're working on several projects, not just music. And then my daughter is, Mom, I want to put my stuff out. Let's go. Right, right. That was one of the things that I was going to say. Um, you know, I know that you have to be so proud that your daughter is coming up in your footsteps and everything. Because um, it's, it's just the best feeling when 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 they, they do something that they love and it just so happens to be something that you love too. So that's even better. It's like a bonus with it. I'm her biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was listening to um, to some of her, um, her performances with the band. I mean, even the runs, girl. I was like, oh, okay. listen, she's not listen. She's fourteen. Yeah, she's fourteen. She has a beautiful tone. She does. Yeah, her range is incredible. Her range is stupid. 
And then she just has, she has it. It. She got that light and something she's happened. Got, she's yeah. got the it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm listening. I'm not one of them parents that be like, oh, my child is amazing and they suck. I'm not one of them parents. Okay? Yeah. I, I, if you're bad, you're bad. And let's find something else you're gifted in. And it's fine. My daughter actually has the it. Yeah. She's going to be better. She turned that thing on, baby. She yeah. hits the stage. And she eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, yeah. She I, work, uh, works with the How Big Is Your Dream Foundation, Jay Fly's uh, Foundation, and then she's in the summer camp, and then she's in the under 21, the band, um, you know, group there. So she's honing her skills. You know, Cherie will give her some voice lessons. I'll help her out, um, you know taking her to studio sessions. I'm just so freaking proud of this young lady. We are. We, we are. Because it's, it's, listen, if I'm right there on the right side, Sheree right there on the left crying too. We sliding yeah. and crying together. Cutting up, okay? Cutting all the way up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely seen, um, I've definitely seen a lot of her videos. And I mean, she does. She lights up when she gets that microphone. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Because I mean, I've seen her ever since. I mean, not, I don't remember the age that I met her, but um, from when I met her to now, to see how much growth she has and, and how much she is just like killing it on that stage. I mean, she's not shy in empty form when she gets the mic up. And I'm like, that is so cool. Cause I mean, I can definitely relate, you know, with my son, you know, getting mm -hmm. into the music as much as he is. And, and you just sitting there like, wow. Cause I mean, they're gonna uh, super succeed, you know, what we're doing, you know what I mean? So it's just amazing to see, you know, your kids doing that type of stuff. Uh, Cherie, is, do you, is, is your kids, uh, showing a sign of music? Listen, okay. So, <laughs> honestly, okay, my, my boys, they have ears, they can hear. So, you know, when you sing, hearing, being able to hear, so hearing them sing around the house or they might be singing a song. Now, uh, it is so cool, but my oldest chosen, he has taken an interest in piano and he'll just sit down like out of the blue and he'll sit down and start playing the piano orally, something he picked up on his own and just start singing. Wow. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, dude, what are you doing with this? And he's just incredibly bashful. He is so bashful and so shy and he won't, the, if somebody else is listening, he shuts down. Right. But they are both, they both have a gift but my son chosen is more so the one that's gotten you know more of me in it um but they both here and they can both carry a tune they not now you know none of my kids terrible but chosen is like he really can sing he yeah. has a beautiful voice but he just won't so i'm looking at my niece like yay because my kids won't I understand that Corey, Corey, um, Corey was playing the the saxophone and and also the bass. And then when he got to high school, it was like, nah, football. I'm a track star. He completely took, you know, he won't do no music. And I'm like, oh, okay. I rather right. I rather they do something they love to do though. But yeah, right. it's always also good to see if they take you know some of your tricks too. Something, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> they 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 got it from their daddy. They want to do sports and other stuff. So I just said, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I've become a football mom. I had to literally learn sports. The other, um, they call the mama at school. They literally had to teach me about football because I knew nothing about sports. Um, so uh, they, they taught me a lot, you know, the whole four years before it was in high school, I, I learned. So, you know, I can definitely relate. So um, how can people find you? and support you? Well, all the social media platforms. Yes, we also have a website, www.theblackbetties.com. You spell everything out, T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-B-E-T-T-Y-S.com. 
uh, there. You can see about our music, um, buy merch. We have merch online. Um, yeah. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of them is at We Are The Black Betty, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, at We Are The Black Betty's and um, on our website. Yeah. Okay, theblackbetty's.com. Okay, well, there you have it, everybody. I want to um, personally thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy day to, um, you know, get onto my Transparency Talks podcast and shed some real good uh, light to a lot of listeners on how to break into this industry, how to stay in the industry, and other tips and strategies and stuff. So thank you guys so much. And let me thank get you off for this. having us. Thank you. Let me get off this Facebook real quick. Thank you. Hi guys, thank you. Hi guys. I know it's been a long day. Let me take off your shoes. Tonight we're switching roles, babe. Let me get you to you. Thanks again to our sponsors at MommyBlog.com. MommyBlog.com covers all things real, raw, and ugly in motherhood, and they provide recommended products. Follow them today at www.MommyBlog.com. That's www.M-O-M-B-I-E-B-L-O-G.com.